Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey everybody, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends sit down and talk about music for a little while. My name is Scott, I'm here with my good friend Brand. Brand, how are you today? Hello, hello. <laughs> nope. Are we British now? Nope, I don't know. We're, I don't, we're going for a British accent. I'm good. All right. All right. We're doing hello, it. We're, hello. I like any that, that's <laughs> that's the extent of my um accents, by the way. That's it. <laughs> I can basically do a greeting in any accent, and then after that it's out. Shut it down. <laughs> Done. <laughs> but it's it's draft week. Um it's, it is, is draft this, week. Is this the official last draft of Scottuary? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I mean, we, we have, have we have plans for next month's draft already, but okay. I, I'm I wish that we had video going out because my face just indicated I don't know these plans. <laughs> you had no idea. Nope. You you're the one who suggested it, actually. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> but and how many more records in Scott Uary do we have? One. We were gonna have one. We got two now. But but I mixed up. I got messed up and forgot about our third annual Lucas Day. Okay. Uh, so we, I might save that one, that that last Scott Uary record. I might keep it in the tuck and we'll do it later. It, it wasn't super, super important. So it's like it's Scott Uary, like leap year Scott Uary. Like we, we don't have that extra day. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. And <laughs> do you already know the album we're doing with lucas i mean don't yeah, reveal dude. it okay. he told me he told me yesterday i asked him i said uh i don't know if you're into it but if you want to i can talk to brand about doing your birthday episode for the podcast he was like yes please i was like okay do you have a record to talk about he's like yep and threw it at me like straight away like he's been thinking about it he's been plotting this is for another episode i guess but do you know the record like are you familiar with the record yes yes and I and you know I'm not familiar with this record. I know for a fact that you are not familiar. Oh boy, that doesn't bode well for me. Well, <laughs> look forward to next year's Lucas when we're finally d- going to dig into the Carter Three with him. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I mentioned really that. I mentioned that on our way to get dinner last night. <laughs> I was like, "Well, next year, you know, you'll be 16, 
I suppose it's more appropriate. And Emily was like, what record? Because he, oh, he, he suggested it. He was like, I want you guys to give me something that I haven't heard yet. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, I already got we already got one. And Emily's like, well, what is it? And I was like, well, he's 16. You know, he's he'll be at that age where it's more appropriate. And she's like, what is it? I was like, it's Lil Wayne. It's Lil Wayne. And she's like, I don't think that's appropriate. I was like, well, he'll be 16. It just sounds to me like there's a little bit of jealousy coming from Emily. Do we need an Emily show? Maybe Emily needs to listen to it. She, I'm Whoa. sure she hasn't listened to the Carter three all the way through. <laughs> a whole family episode with me just moderating. Oh, oh my! Let's God. make this shit. Let's make this shit happen. It'll end in, in. It'll end in a split house. I'm glad you said split house and not divorce. So, oh yeah, no, all right, then. no problem. No <laughs> it's problem. okay. I'll just be sleeping on the couch for a couple days, weeks, months. <laughs> no, no big deal. But this is not a Lucas <laughs> episode. This is not a Scott family episode. This is not an Emily episode. No. This is an all discography draft episode, Scott. Yes, sir. The second half of my favorite band. Slash bands. Weird. It's hard to say. I don't. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it is. Oh, I also. uh, Emily made me realize I misspoke during our Descendants draft. I said that Descendants and all were the only tattoos I had. Okay. I didn't say only band tattoos I had. I have multiple yeah. other tattoos. Yeah. She's like, she texted me. She's like, you lied on the podcast. And I was like, oh, no. So I called her. I called her right away. I was like, I'm not even messing with text. I was like, what do you mean I lied? She's like, you said you only had descendants and all tattoos. Oh, shit. I did realize when I said it while we were recording that I messed up and said I only had descendants and all tattoos. But so I have other tattoos. I have cat paws i have a penny i have an irish knot i have music notes i have lucas's handprint i mean as mentioned in the episode you also have trapped in the closet (laughs) that's right on your back so all all down my back yeah all all the words so yeah we're here to draft all we did descendants last month we're ending scott uary with the all draft I think it's only appropriate. We tried doing a universe, and I didn't know that changed until I was informed. So yeah, no, there was just too much. There's we could do a Descendants all side project universe draft. I don't know cool. any of those. That'd be as something. Of now, as of now, I I don't think I know any of those, but I could. I guess there's a possibility I've heard of them. I can pull three records off the top of my head right now. What are the artists? Uh, like, the first one would be uh, Milestone. Which is Milo had a hardcore project. Well, not hardcore. It was just more punky, kind of. Okay. Bill and Carl did a Lemonheads record. That was my record of the week a couple weeks ago. I think actually it was my record of the week for the Descendants draft. I believe it was. Um, And then there is a Tony All record where All enlisted... Uh, Tony, original member of the Descendants, who wrote some had some songs that he wrote that they wanted that he wanted to record, so he did vocals on it. Yeah, the weird thing about that record is mm-hmm. if you go on All's Wikipedia, it's part of All's it's discography. On, yeah, 
So I did. Oh, so you listened. Oh, it could be part of this then. In my initial, here's the thing. I was going to talk about yeah. this later if you would ever decide to choose it. Oh, okay. I listened to the all discography through without it. Okay. And then listened to it after because I felt like if it's credited to Tony all. Yeah. That's not all. It's kind of a that, separate band. Yeah. Yeah. So I did listen to it, but I okay. will not take it for this because I don't think that's all. It It is, but to me. It, it is, but it isn't. It Yeah, I agree. Like it. I, I mean, I listened to it, but that's because I've been listening to Descendants and all for an entire month, but I wasn't going to add it. Like, it's not in my, my list of records to choose from for this okay. draft. Okay. And do you have uh standard rankings here? Like, am, am I able to destroy your list with some picks or what? I have contingencies. <laughs> Great. You are <laughs> the NORAD of discography drafts. <laughs> Defcon 2 Alright, so I'm sure you got some notes Let's start off with some notes from All Let's do it All is an American punk rock band that formed in suburban Los Angeles in 1987 When Milo Ackerman, the lead singer of The Descendants Left to pursue a graduate degree in biochemistry Forcing the band into a hiatus The remaining members, guitarist Stephen Egerton Bassist Carl Alvarez and drummer Bill Stevenson Decided to carry on as a band adopting the title of the Descendants' last studio album, All, as their official moniker. Enlisting former Dag Nasty and DYS singer Dave Smalley on vocal duties, All were active recording and touring through 1989. In 1989, Smalley left the band and was replaced by new vocalist Scott Reynolds. Scott stayed with the band through 93, recording multiple All albums, during this time, the band recorded an album with former Descendants member Tony Lombardo titled New Girl Old Story under the band name Tony All. There it is. So there we go. Yep, there it is. Uh, Reynolds left the band in 1993 and was replaced by vocalist Chad Price. The band briefly joined major label Interscope Records in 95, but disputes over marketing and promotion ended that relationship quickly. The band then signed to Epitaph, and shortly after, Milo came back to the Descendants to record their 96 album, Everything Sucks. All then went on to record two more albums before taking another hiatus when Milo again returned to front the Descendants. The band has previously talked about having two albums in the works. However, there has not been any news on them in some time. One album, which was written and partially recorded in early 2002, is reported to consist of all new material with the familiar all sound, while the other is planned to be much more experimental with a heavier emphasis on instrumental compositions. I'm down for, I'm down for some new all albums. Here's, here's where I'm at, though. I, yeah. get, I get creating the music, and I'm sure you probably have an answer to this, but sure. why did all have to just shut down? when descendants was around again is it because that when descendants when he would come back to descendants they were going to write a new record so they didn't have time to tour because i feel like all in descendants were, could absolutely be on the same bills constantly and it's just the band guys would just have to do double duty which not that big of a deal <laughs> uh i don't know i think okay i think just when milo came back the other singers were like oh yeah no, I'm a, I'm a Descendants fan. You guys do what you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I know Chad Chad did an interview where he said something about like anything Milo wanted to do for Descendants, he was down for. Well, I read that Chad was a fan that became yeah, a singer. The, like he was exactly. a fan that, be, that became a friend and then became the singer, which is absolutely crazy. How cool. 
it's, How it's pretty fucking awesome. cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There is a live record that could be a part of the draft that Descendants and All did record together at the same time. See, that's what I'm talking about. That, that, yeah. I, I don't under, I I get it if like All stops touring and obviously All is not going to be writing a record at the same time Descendants are writing a record. But right. once that record's done, it just seems like easy money to me for the band to be like, hey, on this bill is All and Descendants. Oh, man, I'd lose my shit. <laughs> I it's, go I, nuts. it's just it's weird because it's it'd be different if like descendants were like a country band and then mm-hmm. all was what they are but yeah easily easily on the same bill right yeah for sure i i think they do one-offs every now and then see i knew they, like something like that would probably that, happen but, but not meant, a like full-on tour all should have been supporting the Descendants records is what I mean. Like when Descendants is touring a record, right. all should have been supporting acts because first of all, that's a built-in supporting act. Easy. You're For only sure. paying one, one extra guy. I think like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and the band gets paid twice. Maybe the band didn't want to do it. Who knows? But that yeah, just seems I like mean, easy money to me. I, I couldn't imagine doing double duty like that. You know, the fans would want full sets from both bands. Yeah. And playing that amount of time as you're aging seems like it might be rough. I I guess, but I mean if it's if if they love what they do, which Yeah. Assume, I assume they do. I assume they do. <laughs> they they don't stop. I'm trying to think of another situation with a band of that would have happened and I can't off top. I, the, I can't the, think uh, of They are singular. Well, the the one idea in my head is when, like, right after Bobby Brown left New Edition, mm-hmm. they they toured together and Bobby Brown headlined. Oh, really? Yeah, but like, Bobby I didn't Brown, know that. I don't, think, I don't think Bobby Brown came out for New Edition tracks or anything. But I can't imagine that, he would have because that would be weird. That would though. ruin not coming out for it. No, I mean it'd be weird that tour. <laughs> because oh, yeah, like be we were just on the same level and now I'm making probably three times what you're making and right. <laughs> you guys are just backing me up. Right. But I guess that's not even close to the same situation because he wasn't working with both. And yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing close in my head that I could get to. Okay. This doesn't matter. This is for, this is another episode. It's a whole nother episode. <laughs> we're doing a Bobby Brown episode. Uh, and a new edition episode. Yeah. And uh, a new edition. Sweet. Bobby, Bobby Brown universe. Oh, Jesus. All right. Sorry. Continue with all. Oh, uh, no, that, that was the notes. We're done with notes, so it's time to get into the draft. Yeah, yeah it's draft time, buddy. And we played rock, paper, scissors, and I lost did. again. You did. I mean, it's only dream. right. It's Scott Uary. Yeah. I the dream didn't come it. true, though. The dream, the dream messed me up. And last time I tried being generous for Christmas draft and giving you, you, like, decided to not take it, and they gave it back to me, which I gladly took. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe I should maybe I should have tried some reverse uh, <laughs> reverse psychology, some, some reverse psychology here and gotten the first no, pick. But I'd have, I'd have taken it. Like if you like willingly gave it to me, I'd have been like, "Yo, mm-hmm. perfect, good." I I think I may have needed the first pick, but it's going to depend on where you're at. I think I'm definitely not going to get at least one that I want. There are there are three that I really really want. There's three that you really want. Yeah, and I don't think I'm going to get all of them. I'm I'm I, actually almost positive I'm not going to get all of them. No, you won't get all of them. I'm I, like I have a rough 
idea of what you would look for in all records. And I think you might get you you might get two out of the three. I'm hoping. So let's start yeah. though, Scott. For the first pick of Scotuary's second draft. All yes. Scott, what's your first pick? Uh, I've said this is my favorite all record for the longest time. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And it is breaking things. Okay. Oh, I'm all right. I'm safe. I'm safe. That wasn't one of the three? That was not one of my big three. Oh, dang. Okay. Then I was <laughs> sweet. Good. Awesome. I love this record. It's the first one featuring Chad Price on vocals. And the songs are amazing. I love Original Me. I love Right. Shreen is fantastic. Birthday IOU is one of the most personal and gut-wrenching songs I have ever heard in my entire life. It's it's fantastic. I, I think Strip Bar is hilarious. Strip Bar is a a jewel in the crown of that record. That thing is so funny. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, so, so funny. Uh, Guilty is another one that's like super personal and rough to get through kind of, but like it's it's so good. It's such a good record. My notes on this one will give you an idea about certain things about this draft okay. already. And right. the first thing I said in my notes for this is, oh, Chad Price is what I've needed. This is, this yeah. is what I've needed. Yeah, and then is. even going so far as maybe I just don't really vibe with Scott Reynolds at all. Like it just, okay. there, there's not a lot of Scott Reynolds and we'll talk about those records when we get to those records, but yeah, it's a lot different than what I'm looking for. And maybe there's a, and I'll get into this when we talk about other Chad Price records, but mm -hmm. Chad Price's voice comforts me immediately. It's also because that's who I'm familiar with, with all so yeah. that's, that's who I'm familiar with. So that helps yeah. a lot. Right is through and through one of my all time favorites, all songs. And I just heard it for the first time. Like this is the first time I heard it. Right. Yeah. I love it. And I fell in love with that track immediately. It's yeah, so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love love mm -hmm. and Tara and I call each other best friend constantly. Like it's almost part of our like good oh, night too. situation. It's like, yeah, us too. Yeah. <laughs> us too. We do it every day. Yeah. We already mentioned strip bar is great. That's so great. This is one where you can tell because all has done a thing where all the band members contribute equally to songwriting, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in, and in this one, I feel like you can see the, the the changes between songs. I don't know who wrote what, but you can tell like this yeah. is written by somebody. This is written by somebody. And they don't necessarily mesh Matt, perfectly. They don't link up. Yeah, I, I kind of like that about this record. They're 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 still good songs. It's still a good record. Yeah. Politics is a fun closer. Yeah. And it's a <laughs> super politics. Super solid quick album. And yeah. the way that we said they don't mesh together, I think mm -hmm. that might have been my problem with Scott Reynolds is he was adapting to the songs being sung, performed, mm -hmm. whereas yeah. Chad Price felt more like a glue holding it together, keeping one steady performance through them all. I gotcha. Yeah. I think Chad Price had was the glue that made the albums feel more cohesive. Whereas Scott Reynolds was adjusting to each individual songwriter. Yeah, I think we're both on the same page as far as our appreciation of Chad Price. Like I'm a Chad Price was the first singer of all that I heard. Yeah. And going back and listening to uh Dave Smalley and Scott Reynolds was kind of like a, a shocker because 
they do have different vocal stylings and performing styles and like their voices are wildly different, at least yeah. between from Chad Price. Dave and Scott kind of similar tone to their voice. Chad has a little yeah. bit more grittiness to his. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, really like that. All right. I'm excited because this means I'm actually going to get at least one. Of I'm excited for you. I think you have a good shot at two. I'm, I'm, I do. If, if breaking things wasn't part of it. Yeah, you're getting two. I have a good shot at two. And then I think my third one may be a sleeper, but that could also mean you're going to love it. So my favorite all record. I can't say this enough how much I love this record. And okay. Mass Nerder is yeah, my favorite. It's so, good. it's so good. Yeah. First off, Worlds on Heroin is my top one all track. I heard it's it on so Punkorama 3, maybe? It's on one of those Punkoramas. Yeah. And it's amazing. I'll Get There is super solid. Fairweather Friend mm-hmm. is good. Think the World, I didn't know the title of, but it's on Punkorama 4. Oh, is it? Or Punkorama 5. It's on one of them. But like when I heard yeah. that song, I was like, oh my god, I know this one! And I was super stoked that there was two on this record that I knew. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. I think the world's an excellent track. Silly Me yeah. feels really iffy, but I really, really? Like it. I love it. I like it a like, lot. I get, I get it, like the, the age thing. Yeah, um, it's, it's a little but, iffy, but I also love 17 by Winger, so I can't argue with it. <laughs> yeah, all has some iffy songs. And I have this in a different... Yes. Oh, no. A, I know. In a, in a different record. And the thing is, is I think it's going to be one we pick like soon. I can I can separate it, though, because yeah. as far as we know, none of these dudes are doing any of this. We haven't yeah, got exactly. reports of any of these dudes. There's there'd be yeah. a total difference if reports would come out and be like, hey, these dudes are doing this. And like, oh, yeah, it says it right there in that fucking song. Right, but we ha- yeah. but we don't get those reports, so I'm able to be like, okay, it's just a, a funny joke punk song, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, romantic junkie is real good. I was mm-hmm. worried that after worlds on heroin, and then think the world that the rest would be a letdown. But this is good front to back. This record's no, yeah. great. I I'm a yeah. big fan of Mass Noter, and it is it is high on my want list of all records. And yeah, I don't. I only have one. But we'll talk yep, about that do. when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, Vita Blue. I love Vita mm-hmm. Blue. Just like the the feel of it, I think it's fantastic. Until I say so, super good. Honey Peeps is so fun. I just, uh, yeah, refrain. No, there's not. Yeah, I, I'm going through the track list. I'm like all of these songs. Yeah, it's super good. What is the 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 all Allroy is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the one that you have on you? Is it just a generic like one it's, of him, or is it from an album? Yeah. No, it's just a gen. Well, I mean, it's from an album. Like that's where I got it from. But I mean, like it's an early. Okay. Like the early faces are kind of all the same. So it's the original one. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. when I because when I see the the mass nerder cover and his face is like dead center and very visible. I, I think of your tattoo when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's from the all Roy says record, but if you okay. look at like the first couple records, I mean, they're, it's all the same, really, I guess, oh, okay. I guess not. 
Alroy saves. He's got his tongue sticking out and the eyes X'd out. Yeah, I didn't want to go with the Frankenstein version of Mass Nerder. I didn't want to go with the astronaut version of Problematic. So I guess it's just the first two. <laughs> it's the same. Uh, Alroy's okay. Revenge and Alroy Says are basically okay. the same. But yeah, I took in uh, I took in a picture of Alroy holding the bomb and just got the face. So Got it. Understood. All right, Scott, what's your next pick? Oh, man. Um... I'm I'm between two, but I think I'll go with uh, problematic. Fuck! I think that'll be my second one. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, ho- I was hoping for mass murder, if I'm being honest, but uh, not really, not really playing the game, but kind of playing the game. No, you're playing because I had a feeling there was there was gonna be a Chad Price battle. Mm-hmm. Was kind of what I was thinking, mm-hmm. and I knew we could both get two and be relatively happy from the start. Yeah, damn it. There's there's yeah. one thing. <laughs> there was only one thing keeping problematic from being my number one record overall. Oh, there's what's that? I'm thing. curious. There's one shadow over this record that keeps it from being my number mm-hmm. one, and it is there is a track that all did yeah. called problematic that isn't on this record. That's not on it. Yep, I know. So yep, the whole time yes. listening to this record, I was expecting You're waiting problematic. For it. Yeah. No, it's still a great record. I when I went back, it's still great, but it bums me out. I love Problematic. Problematic's in my top three yeah. all tracks. It's it's incredible. I love it. Nothing ever works for me. Yeah. I fucking love it. I love that track so much. <laughs> and when it wasn't on there, that's the only thing keeping it out of my number one all I totally get that record. I love opening up with Carry You. I think it's a great song. She broke my dick is hilarious. It's a classic. Um She Broke My Dick is a classic. Yeah, it's so funny. It, it kind of like kind of reminds me of Coffee Mug from mm-hmm. Everything Sucks. Yeah, Coffee Mug starts off mug, mug mug, and then she broke my dick. Starts off with she broke my dick. Yep, it kind of the same feel. I love www Sarah. I think it's a really great song. Mm-hmm. I love Teresa. Like Teresa, do you want to listen to Ramones with me? Fantastic. I love the idea behind the skin. Do you, like, I think there is a almost perfect three track run on this record. Do you want to guess what those on this record? Are? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I don't think I want out is going to be part of it. I will tell you the skin is part of it. So you can decide which three that goes. Is that the last of the three? Is that the first of the three? Oh, man, I'm going to go with I'm guessing the skin might be crucifixion, the skin and nothing to live for. That's what it is. Yeah, I yeah. I think that's an insane three track run for those all three yeah. of those to be bang, bang, bang after one another. It's a crazy yeah. three track run. Super good. Super good. Yeah, I, I love Stupid Kind of Love. I, I do. Uh, I do Real as well. People is great. Yep. Lock them nah. lock away. They, they, lock them away. They're crushers. There's some crushers on this record. Too, yeah. Which makes me even a little more bummed out that there was another record after this because this is so good. I know you don't own this. Mm hmm. Right now on Amazon, it's going for eleven dollars on vinyl. I might have to grab it. I know you're not an Amazon dude. I'm not. But for eleven, for eleven dollars, I also bought eight records yesterday. But it's eleven dollars, Scott. I bought the Sting and Shaggy collab record. (laughs) I know you did. And then, and then I got some really weird stuff, Scott. I got a record simply because of the way that the guy died. What? He has to be one of the last dudes to ever die of tuberculosis. <laughs> he okay. died of tuberculosis in like, I don't know, 1986. Just, like way too late. You just happened to know this? No, I Googled it because 
I mean, I, I guess I don't know why I'm hiding it. It's Tom Fogarty of CCR, but like not oh, okay, yeah, not yeah, John. It's not John. Not John. It's Tom. Yeah. And yeah. when the record was on, like up for auction, I, I like googled it real quick, and I saw that he died at like 40 of tuberculosis, and I said tuberculosis. That doesn't seem right at all. We exterminated. Yeah, it. that's we crazy, figured that dude. out. Yeah, so I got a I got a Tom Fogarty record coming just because he died of tuberculosis. Why not? But no, Wild. I, I'm going to have to pick Problematic up because I do love Problematic. It's so good. It, it really is so good. It's a great album. It, yep, it is. <sighs> so for my second pick. We'll go with. Yeah. It's times like these when I don't get the first pick that I regret we don't do like a snake draft. <laughs> where like where... because you get the first, you... I should get two, three. I gotcha. Yeah. But, but when I have first pick, I don't want that. So it's yeah, such, you don't want it. It's such a battle <laughs> to what I to For what sure. I want. For sure, I get it. So you already mentioned the Chad Price, and I know how much you love this record. So I'm I have to take it, but there is another one that I really want. But I don't know. If oh. gonna, I don't know if I'm going to get it after this one. But I have to take this one because Chad Price, it's the all dude for me. Yeah. That's the all thing. I'm taking Pommel. This was yeah. I I own this only one I own. It was given to me as a gift from you. Was it, it sure was. was it for something or was it just a random? Game? It might have been your birthday or Christmas. Okay. It might have been your birthday or Christmas. I think the opener's great. Million Bucks is an incredible track. I love it. This is the only all record that I'm familiar with at length because you bought it for mm-hmm. me and I've listened to it yeah. many times. Um, Stalker is a bit iffy. And then this is yeah. this is where I start to talk about. We don't have any reports on these dudes doing this stuff, so I can take it as no. Okay, it's a it's a joke. Storytelling, yeah, it's just a joke. Yeah, this world is a solid track in any context. Like you take this out of this record and put mm-hmm. it standalone, it's a it's a pretty damn incredible song. Yeah, breaking up is good. On foot is good. Hetero is tough, even if it's taken as satire. It's weird. Yeah, because I, I get that it's satire. I can see that. Yeah, but what am I saying? The language basically is so in line with and i guess that's what satire is supposed to be but satire is also supposed to like yeah elevate it a little like, bit i feel exactly how you're feeling like i know exactly how you're feeling because like i get that it's yeah turning a, a shining a light on terrible yes uh, terrible language and and terrible ideas and thought process and and just character flaws mm-hmm. but it's like so good at doing that that it's like eh. it feels like the yeah. wrong people at your show would be singing along to this like getting yeah like they see it a different way it's an anthem to them right that's yeah. what it feels like and that's a bummer and but i think that's probably the only because i can even i can justify stalker or whatever hetero just feels a little weird mm-hmm. so it's, it's a little bit of a dark mark on the record for me and probably the only one because the yeah, record is I still totally solid. get it solid super straight through it's, it's a good record yeah and it has a decent closer i love black sky i love black sky it's probably my if it's not three it's four favorite all record because mass nerd and problematic would be one two and then pummel pummel or the other one that i'm hoping i get but i don't know based on your next pick we'll see oh man this this next pick is gonna be big but uh I really love Off of Pummel, Long Distance, mm-hmm. and Miranda. Those are two like really shining lights on it. You love me. the all songs 
about women. <laughs> <laughs> Every girl name song yeah, from right. all is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> they're just so specific. So we we've officially taken the last half of their discography, Scott. <laughs> just in a I had a feeling that that I had a feeling that was going to happen. Um, so yeah, I guess that's the last. So that's the last Chad Price record we have to talk about. So I just need to say I think Chad Price and I read about how. He just was talented singing like they just he they yeah. he didn't know how talented he was. And then he started doing it and everybody was impressed. He is amazing. Yep. Like there's times where he reminds yeah, me of Greg from Bad Religion. That's how good he is. And I mean, those are probably again, I've always known. But seeing more of these records, you bring me how influential Bad Religion was on everything is insane. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. absolutely crazy. And I'm not saying there weren't other bands that sounded like Bad Religion at the same time. Parallel thinking, whatever. But right. even the vocal stylings of Bad Religion mm-hmm. you hear coming out. And yeah, I do hear it more when it's a politically charged song or a religious based song. Yeah. But it's there. Right. It's still there. And Ch- Chad Price, I'm not saying put him on the Mount Rushmore of punk singers, but he's fucking good. But he's, he's real fucking good. He's real, real fucking his, good. Yeah. Just his choices on just either going up or down on a word here and there. It just adds energy. He's mm-hmm. he's excellent. Chad Price is an excellent punk vocalist. Yeah. I I love his vocals. I, he's fantastic. I think he's severely underrated in the genre as far as singers go. Yeah. Uh I don't think I don't think the I don't think descendants and all are looked at enough as far as uh, talent level. I think Stefan as a guitarist is like a virtuoso. And that goes like, that goes with being a comedic punk act. That's what that happened. It, when, yeah, when you're it doesn't help. Band, you're not taken as seriously. When you have a few funny songs. Yeah. And then you throw in some love songs too yeah. into the punk genre. You know, those two things aren't necessarily uh, looked at in high regard or really go hand in hand very well. I don't know. You could probably say Van Halen are all joke songs and they get fucking bowed down to. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> different genre, true. I guess. Yeah. Different. Yeah. All right, Scott. So let's start in on this top half of the oh, man. discography. What do you take? I have two that I really want that I've, I know I'm not going to get. So it comes down to which of the two I want more than the other. And it's tough. There's only real tough. There's only one in here that I really need. The other three, I can manage one way or the other. I'm going to go with this one because I think it has a three song run that is nearly unparalleled. Okay. I'm going with Scott Reynolds first record, all Roy's revenge. Okay. I'm good. I'm clear. I got two of the three that I, that I wanted. Hey, look at that. See, we're doing all right. I didn't get problematic, but I will get the other one I want. Okay, good, though. But we're here. We're talking about All Roy's Revenge. Yeah, uh, big fan of this one. Uh, the three-song run that I think is just fantastic starts at track nine with She's My Ex, goes to Bubblegum, and then finishes off with Mary, another female name <laughs> yep. titled track. Um, but I, I think it's fantastic. Um, I really love uh, the song Check One. Okay. I think it's kind of a cute high school kind of song. I really like Fool is great. New Theme is a, a great instrumental way to start off the record. Um, Scary Sad's really good. I like the ending with Carnage. Hot Rod Lincoln is another one of those kind of 
funny guess what my in favorite, the middle songs. Guess what my favorite track of this record is? Hot Rod Lincoln. Hot Rod Lincoln. I fucking love it. It's so good. And, yeah. And you're right. The opener, it's wild that an instrumental is opening this record, but it's super catchy and it's nuts. It's a nuts instrumental. Yeah. That's the thing with all. So when when Milo went to go do his more studies and all continued, they wanted to be more varying in their musical style. And they incorporated a little bit of kind of like punk rock jazz into their, their sound and the instrumentals on, I don't think they had any instrumentals after Chad price, but their instrumentals on the first half of their discography just go really crazy and it's really impressive it show it shows off what stefan and carl and bill can really really do when they want to do something that's out there absolutely it's i think it's amazing yeah this record feels very influenced by like the 50s and 60s like rock like early like rock with like poodle skirts and shit like i hear it all over this record for sure that could also well, be I mean, Hot just, Rod Lincoln is straight up from the 50s. I know. And, yeah. And that deck also could just be like guitar tone. Like they could be using a guitar tone that isn't used a lot sure. outside of that music. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Uh, some of these songs are super catchy. And then this will tell you what record I'm going to be taking next as I continue in these notes. Uh, but I was let down a bit after their first album felt so ahead of its time. Uh, that was the other one I really wanted. That the, was the one I was battling with. The first album is so ahead of its time that this felt mm-hmm. like a step back, not just in influences, but in execution, I guess. Like, it just didn't hit me okay. the way that first record hit me. Mm-hmm. And and then it feels like not only the vocalist changed, to me, it felt like the band changed from the first record. Now, I'm not saying they changed okay. the negative because they are doing more intricate musical stuff in this one. But it's like, yeah, in the first one, they were punk rock slash at the time, hardcore musicians. And then they turned into these virtuosos. Yeah, they, they were sticking with like the descendants, like mm-hmm. sticking on that road. Yeah. And then I think they realized, you know, we can we can take this fork in the road and turn off and do something a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And they did. And they did. started to show off their. Yeah, it's still it's still good. Their musical it's still, it's still at worst, it's a good record. It's still a good record. Yeah, I th- I love it. I think it's fantastic. But man, am I excited that I get what I wanted. Because you could have taken two of the three I wanted. You could have easily yeah. done them. So I am taking, for my next pick, All Roy Says, their first record. Yep. And this feels super early for like the humor comedy punk that I'm getting out of this. Like there, sure. it, it feels like this wasn't happening to this level. Like maybe it was happening in the scene underneath everything, but to have mm. this record come out is crazy. Alfredo's is great, just great, dude. Love that's it. a that's a real place. Love Alfredo's. You going? Do you go? I w- I've wanted to forever, but yeah, it's I love Alfredo's. The uh, sugar and spice guitar work is super good, but it's closer to the sound I was expecting from the late eighties. Sex in the way is great. So good. The album feels like it time travels. Like some some mm. of these songs feel dated and some feel futuristic for the time. Obviously, they don't sound futuristic sure. for now, but for the time. <laughs> for now, right? Yeah. I really like the, uh, let's put it in quotes, the exposition vocals. 
Like when they are just talking mm. and telling a story while the song plays. I know it's like it, it's yeah. it, was, it was not a lot in punk at the time where the, the riff would just keep going. It's almost a it's kind of like a suicidal tendencies thing where they their vocals are just kind of telling a story, talking, talky. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. I think this record's great. And it's my it's it's three or four in my favorite all records. I think it's great. And the vocalist delivers. And I think maybe if Scott Reynolds would have been on this it wouldn't have been the same because, and then I wouldn't have had such a jarring change to him from this, but right. I enjoyed it. I get it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. I love just perfect. I think that's a great song. Mm-hmm. Pretty little girl. I think it's a fantastic song too. It's a, it's a good record. It's a great, I want to say first record, which I mean, it is for Dave Smalley, mm-hmm. but the band had been doing descendant stuff before, but I, I don't know. I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. I think it's great. Yeah, I do. I think it's very great. There is another yeah. one on here that I would like, but just because I would like to be the one to talk about it first. But <laughs> let's see if you take that. Well, one. if I pick it, if I pick it, I'll let you talk about it. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm going with All Roy Saves. All right. We're good. Is my fourth pick. We're good. That's not the one you want to talk about? I mean, we're going to talk about it for the show. But that's, oh, right. not, that's not the one that I want to talk about first. I will be able to talk about the one I want to talk about first. Fantastic. Uh, Educated Idiot is a great song. I love the, that opening it up. I think Frog is fantastic. Like, it's such a little kid mm-hmm. song. Got a frog in my pocket. I uh, think it's funny. I, I Just Like Them is great. Just Living is great. Simple Things is a nice little ditty. I don't know. This is... The middle, the middle of their discography is kind of where they lose me a little bit, but they still got certain songs that I really, really enjoy. I think this record, and I still think it's a decent record, but mm-hmm. it's very mediocre. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's just getting by. It's a little skiff out in the waves, just getting by. <laughs> I sure. think Educated Idiot is great, but I think it goes downhill after that, and that might be. If you put Educated Idiot in the middle, maybe it doesn't feel like that. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. But there's nothing that super grips me in this. Uh, it, it, I get it, it. This one's more in line with what I was anticipating getting in this early stuff. And I think that okay. that's why I was so shocked by All Roy Says when I got that first. Because it wasn't this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, know? this is... No, this is where... Like... I don't want to say all loses me, mm-hmm. but it's the least interested I get in their discography. Okay. That's also why it's like my last pick. I get it <laughs> because my last pick yeah. is Percolator. And yeah, I went through a ride with this and I also realized I have a lot more to say about records when I don't particularly like them than I do when I like oh, them. Okay. Sure. And I'm not saying I dislike this. I like this for the simple fact that I think this record is very interesting. It's a very interesting record. So, yeah, another wild instrumental opener that has mm-hmm. like these metallic, almost deep tinny sounds like the, there's weird sounds within it. And then that's interesting. Sure. I, yeah, 
and nobody's when they slowly speed up the makes me sick and sorry it's reminiscent of the dexies midnight runners that that how they keep going oh putting that up i loved that yeah the album feels like a baseline rock record with varying influences like it doesn't feel like a punk record it feels like a rock record maybe influenced by punk it feels like a rock record influenced by alternative it feels like a rock record influenced by all this other stuff yeah most of them not punk (laughs) <laughs> like most of their influence on this record <laughs> don't sound like punk minute is solid. Some of the guitar work is above and beyond what would be considered punk at the time. And maybe that's what throws me so much. Yeah. I'm not expecting that. Right. It's good, but empty is a classic rock song. Like empty could be <laughs> Bon Jovi. Like that's how weird that that song and the vocals don't say on that. it. hundred percent. Don't say that. hundred percent could. <laughs> I chose Bon Jovi, by the way, just for you. I, I know you did because you're a dick. I was going to say it could be like Journey, but it's it could be a bon there. Jovi that would have been better. Mo sixty three could be an REM track from nineteen eighty eight, and you know I'm into that. <laughs> you know I'm yeah. into that. Uh, yeah. And then here's where I go. Oh, I get it. It's absolutely more Missouri sounding than L.A. because this is the first record that they recorded in Missouri when they moved from LA mm-hmm. this sounds like yeah. that more college rock radio stuff going on in that area yeah. of the country at the time the move right. the move affected this album greatly this album would not have sounded For like sure. this if it was in LA it would not be anything like this at all yep i agree hot plate is just satire of foreigner it just sounds like a foreigner song <laughs> It sounds like it sounds like hot blooded, like the, hot blooded. Uh, yeah. Check it and see. It sounds just like hot blooded. It's just foreigner satire. That's funny. Yeah, the album feels like it doesn't know what it wants to be, but it's but at yeah, worst, that's for sure. at worst, it's super interesting. And sometimes I'll take an interesting record over a good record. I think I, I don't yeah. know what that says about me. There's a lot to listen to on this one. Yeah, I like breathe a lot, but this album is a weird place to find it. <laughs> yeah, I like dot. Okay, I like dot on this one, and I like birds a lot on this one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's this record feels so disjointed to me mm-hmm. that I get I get put off from it. Like I, if I listen to all when I'm not listening to the full discography, I I never I never go to Percolator. Never touch it. Not really. If it's on shuffle, do you skip the songs? No, okay. I won't do that. I just don't. I like it. I'm a full album guy mm-hmm. and I'm never like, you know what I need? I need percolator. That's fair. Just cause, just cause it's, it's not, it's not the all I, I need. It's weird though. Cause if I were in a situation where I owned pun intended, I guess all of these, <laughs> all, yeah. If these were all on the shelf, I think I would pull out percolator more to listen to because of how interesting it is. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know if I enjoy, I, I know, I know, I definitely don't enjoy it more than my top three picks, but right. it's so interesting to me that sometimes, again, an interesting record could be better than a good record. All right, Scott, so are you taking a live record? Are you taking something weird here? Because, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm taking a live record. I have to. I'm taking live plus one. Okay. It's kind of cheating because this is... A CD I bought just because it was a live record, a live all record, but it came with a second disc, which was a live Descendants record. That, yeah, that's cool. It was, yeah, especially those are your two favorite bands. That's a fucking hell of a win there. Yeah, dude, it's it's so awesome. 
the cover is like a like a character drawing caricature drawing of the band and when you open up the cd it had a second tray and then under that was the same drawing but with milo as the singer instead of chad price okay and it is just super cool um it has like every song you would want from them played live it's fantastic it's 22 songs on a live record mm-hmm. and it's it's fantastic chad really goes for it and the band is super tight great great live record the descendants do a uh, uh, version of original me on that one of my favorite all songs being covered quote unquote covered by descendants was super awesome i I love it a lot well i have no weird ones to get here and uh, the tony all record i listened to it was fine yeah like yeah it's fine but it's all right doesn't it doesn't work as all for me because it's not all it's tony all yeah whatever nope i agree I'll, i'll talk a little bit about trailblazer I think it's really cool. Okay. Uh, Scott, Scott Reynolds is a singer on that, and it's uh, performed and recorded at CBGB's. Okay. Which big punk uh, establishment, like Landmark. Super good. I mean, they only had a handful of records before they recorded it. Like, they recorded it before All Roy Saves even came out. So, um, two records. I think, I, I think it's really good. To wrap up our draft here, Scott. You had the first pick, and you took Breaking Things, Problematic, All Roy's Revenge, All Roy Saves, and Live Plus One. Yeah, buddy. I had the second pick, and I took Mass Nerder, Pummel, All Roy Says, and Percolator. I'm fine with yeah. my draft. I like that. I, I got I got four records that... I got three records that I really love, and I got another one that's really interesting. So I'm all right with it. Yeah. I, th- I think the draft turned out as well as it could have. Yeah, I, I also did not anticipate liking their first record as much as I did. I was not anticipating that at all. All Roy Says is really good. It is. I I, I had a discussion with my friend Andy, uh, and we were talking. I was like, dude, these first two All Records are severely underrated. Like, they're really, really good. And he, was, he completely agreed because, I mean... He, you can't disagree with that. <laughs> Nobody talks about them, and they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott, this wasn't the only thing you were listening to this week. What's your record of the week? Uh, my record of the week, uh, I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to my sister and brother-in-law. They turned me on to this record, I think, a long time ago, and I just didn't listen to it, I don't think, very much in the way that you and I uh, went about sharing records with each other for a while. Um, but my sister brought it up to me again uh recently and the band is called mischief brew and the record's called bacchanal in philadelphia okay um yeah i i hesitate saying band because i think it's just one dude okay uh kind of i don't want to say singer songwritery because it's more like i guess it's more bob dylan than it's elliot smith like kind of protest songs ish okay uh the vocalist uh kind of gives me similar to dropkick murphy vibes all right um and then there's a little bit of gogo bardello in there another band you haven't listened to but like i kind of i guess they're kind of considered gypsy anarcho punk kind of kind of stuff okay and uh yeah this definitely has that 
anarchy laden lyrics in a acoustic punk style. Great. Great. But I got down with it. I, I really, really liked it. So shout out to Kelly and Kyle. A couple of K's, huh? All right. All right. My record of the week is a 20-year-old record. You and I have been tossing those back and forth. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's yep. one you gave me. Uh, in the meantime and in between oh. time by yeah, buddy. SNFU or is it Snafu? I, I don't know. I always said it's SNFU. Okay. Uh, I, I loved this record. I, I yeah. don't know why I never heard this. There's a lot on here for me, and I don't yeah, know how I, I never heard it. I was slightly concerned with what you would think about it. That's why I, I wasn't bringing it to you for the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get full-on hate for it. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, they're like a punk rock system of a down. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Yeah. So all that's left, I guess, Scott, is for me to tell you where we're taking a break from Scottuary. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna hit a a roadside stop, and it's gonna be a weird. It's gonna be a weird stop too. It's gonna be a weird stop because oh sweet, we're gonna check out the upside down house. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a little weird. It, uh, it might it, not just the big ball of yarn. Even different, <laughs> even different than upside down house because it's something. It's a type of record. And you might fight this, but we're doing it. It's oh no! <laughs> it is actually a compilation album. Okay, but it's a compilation of like early material and like a couple of EPs. And it's but I when I heard it first, I thought it was a record. So that's why we're going. Okay, it. we are. And by the way, there is a connection somewhere here. It might have been a twenty-year record you gave me or something. There's a connection here somewhere. But we are going to just brought it up to you. Yeah, we are going to listen to the album A Day Late and a Dollar Short by the Queers. Okay, and you did ask me about them earlier this week. And do you know why the connection was? Because I think I remember now. I have no idea. One of your 20 year records, um, guitarist named Danny Vapid or something like that. Okay. What was the last 20 year record you gave me? Now all I can think of is SNFU. Yeah, I know. The Methadones. It was the Methadones. Me- yeah, Methadones. That's right. Yeah. The Super Methadones good. has a, or had a guitarist at one point, and is, I don't know, Danny Vapid or something. Vapid was his last name. He has performed with the Queers before. Oh, okay. So, like, there is a, a similarity there. And the only reason I thought of this is because when you gave me the Methadones and I look at the bottom of, like, related artists, the only artist yeah. I knew down there, there was one record by the Queers. That's it. Everything else, okay. I had no idea what it was. One record by the Queers. Gotcha. Um, so this should be interesting because I... Holy cow. What's up? 34 songs? Yeah, but look how long it is. <laughs> I know. This is crazy. <laughs> We're going to have a lot to talk about. I think it's their first... Th- there's at least the first three EPs of theirs. So like in order. Okay. Like their first EP, their second EP, their third EP is all on there. And then there might be something else. But other than listening to this, when I listened to it, when I bought the CD... The last time I had any of these songs in my head was has to be close to eight years ago. Now, Stick and I did like acoustic lo-fi covers of a bunch of these songs. Oh, man. Okay. so so that is my other connection to this record and some of these songs. And then you said you've never really dove into the queers. This is the one area of this, the one band in this like wave time period of punk that I know. 
So it's interesting mm-hmm. that I don't know how they pop through. I mean, I do know how I found the fucking CD at a pawn shop, but <laughs> right. <laughs> but it'll be yeah. A- I only listened to I only listened to their two thousand record Beyond the Valley. Yeah, and I have no idea what, what they sound like past this record. So I don't even know what they sound like non EPs essentially. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I thought it was a record. It's not presented yeah. in the compilation anywhere on the cover or anything. It just looks like a record. Right. Yeah. It doesn't say anything. It just looks like a record with dudes playing in a basement. A, like, is that a basement? Yeah. yeah. No, it looks, looks rough. It looks like a rough area. Yeah. All right. So next week, the queers a day late and a dollar short. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm down. Follow us on Twitter at AWALPod. Follow us on Instagram at AWALPod. Join the Facebook group. Look on the show notes. Shoot us an email at areyoulistening.pod at gmo.com. Yep. I check it every day. Listeners, thank you for listening. Always. Listen to something new. Listen to something you love. Homework. Scott, thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. So is this, this is the official ad of Scott URA then? Like we're out? I think so. Yeah. I think that's it. Because okay. the next one is is Lucas Day. Which is technically the next one since he came from your loins, but I suppose that's true. So <laughs> I guess we got one more, and it's actually a band that I had on the list for you. And I eventually, guess, I guess, so, are, are we just going to talk endlessly about how he came from your loins on his episode? Then that would make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> right? I'm sure he'd be for it. I don't, I don't think there'd be a problem there. Great. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Shut it down. That's it. Are you listening? Are you listening? Yeah, it's it's a little iffy, but I also love Seventeen by Winger, so I can't argue with this track. So I got a I got a Tom Fogarty record coming just because he died of tuberculosis. I have other tattoos.